Guess who's back? Back again. Carol and Marge are back. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Back again. So long. Uh, not so long. Not so soon. Yeah. I mean, it's been a week for you guys, but I'm sick of talking to Carly today. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. This, this one will definitely be a breeze. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fly through this. <laughs> um, so, Carol. Marge. What's your hot take of the week? My hot take is <laughs> so this is this comes from a little bit of a story. Um I'm not gonna mention names. I'm trying my best not to mention uh uh gender so that way you don't uh try to pick up on who it is. But I had a friend <laughs> colleague uh It's not me, just to not, clarify. It's not Marge. Uh, tell me that you should take a dump by not sitting on the toilet seat and sitting on just the porcelain. They have. I, I have no comment. That's just why there's silence. The, they legitimately have been doing this. Since middle school, high school, are, like they booty dunk it in the water. Like they are sitting on the porcelain. But how do you not fall in? They thought I would be on their side because I'm a bigger guy, and they're a bigger person, and not as big as me. By the way, not as big as me. Maybe, maybe even like two thirds of the size of me. Again, it's not me. <laughs> not March. And they were like, oh, you don't you don't do that? I go, bro, why are you trying to normalize this? This People ain't do that? This ain't normal. And he's like, Aren't you uncomfortable? I go, I'm also large. I expect to be someone uncomfortable, but I've never thought to myself, my ass don't fit. So their argument is that it's more comfortable for their butt to sit in their a body wider base. and butt, yeah. But isn't their butt getting? I, hey, this listen, is gross. This but is isn't their the butt rationale. getting splashed because it's closer? Like, I feel like that's not not that pooping is clean, but I feel like that's definitely not as clean as like. Apparently, they spend minutes disinfecting this every single time. It it's got to be somewhat of an OCD thing, and it's also got to be somewhat of a mind fuck. Um, so yeah, that's Which, my hot take. Always sit on the fucking toilet seat <laughs> when you take a dump. Always sit on the toilet. This is, a, like, for those of you who think that this is not real, this is a real conversation I had for about an hour. Like, this is real. And they truly believe in their system. So, all right. I I plan on bringing guests on to this, like, more Ask the Pros. And when we have Abrams on, which Abrams... This is your official invite to be on the podcast. Yeah. But when we have her on, we can ask her her thoughts on this from a pelvic floor professional's perspective. Because I can't imagine <laughs> that that would be good. I, I, I don't know. That's fucking stupid. It's gross. It's gross. And and it's and and then they go and then they go. Oh, don't knock it till you try to go. Dude, I don't want to try I'm it. I'm never trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm never. I don't want to try I'm it. never trying that. Don't don't try to convince me of that. Like I'm never trying it. We know one of you listening is going to try this. I hope 
Well, first off, if Gage actually tries, like Gage would legit, his ass is too small. He'd fall in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he might be a semi-large guy, he's but got a his booty. butt is not fitting on any toilet seat unless you're in Europe. Like he is not got that Bobby Hill butt. He it's smaller than Bobby. Like Bobby Hill's butt, I feel like in real life would be bigger than Gage's. <laughs> Actually, no. Bobby Hill's 2D butt is bigger than <laughs> Gage's real butt. Gage, we love you and your butt, but we like to pick on it. I will always pick on it. Because I've never butt. found anyone with a flatter ass than me. So See, he wins. He wins. He wins. So, okay. Yeah, there's your hot take. Yeah. Shit on the toilet like a normal human. Shit on the <laughs> fucking toilet. Like, sit on the goddamn fucking seat. They invented seats for a reason. Yeah, we've evolved to sit on a seat. Like I'm okay with shitting in the woods and like taking a dump, taking a squat Squatting. and fucking dumping, but like no. But like when you're in your house like a civilized human? Yeah, no, fuck this. Or in someone else's house? Yeah. Don't dunk your butt in the bowl. Oh, uh, he said, oh, I fucking gave it away. He says that they Oh, he um I mean, I figured. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh that they really try to save it till when they get home. Well, it's not my husband, is it? No. Okay. Let's say. No, I would say Jordan. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's move into uh, some other topics because yeah. toilet talk can only last so long. Toilet talk. New, toilet talk. New podcast, Toilet Talk, coming at you hot. Because we don't have enough podcasts already. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> or time. Or time. Um, so today we are talking about... Five of the fitness trends that are predicted for 2023. And these ones are based on the extremely reputable and educational website, Men's Health. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they did interview Mike Boyle in this, though. So, like, a little bit of credit I there. I wonder how much they paid Mike Boyle. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. So, we're going to talk about the five that they listed at the top and what we think of those as fitness pros ourselves. Um, So first one is that gyms are rebuilding their communities, specifically micro gyms um, are making a comeback. So like the private sector strength conditioning, um, you're not looking at like the big box um, commercial fitness areas, but more of that small community-based locally owned style gym, which for us is great to hear because that's what we, that's what we do. So, to hear that those are making a comeback is great. I think that people are sick of working out at home. Um, they miss interaction. Or corporate gyms in general. Or corporate gyms yeah. in general. But like, there's something to be said about a community that's built in um, a micro gym. You know, yeah. there's uh, culture creates consistency. Consistency creates yeah. results. So people are seeing that um, and they're buying into the micro gym concept yeah i mean i feel like that's already been evolving since covid anyways yeah i feel like people that were knocked off of their routine in 2020 uh really recalibrated and found what they like out of um the fitness realm and i think that that's really helping uh in that regard like already that recalibrating and then now like i think like just because it's becoming more and more popular and not for nothing Dudes are a bunch of fucking gross douchebags at corporate gyms, and I don't think they're pervy. I don't think uh, I don't think women want to deal with that shit anymore. 
Um, so yeah, come hang out with us because we're cooler. Yeah. And you're supporting local when you do that. O'Doyle rules. Always. Um, number two, training efficient is going to become the goal. Um, so on that same kind of thread, when people are returning to their normal routines of having to actually go to work, um, maintaining family schedules, outside schedules, they are kind of limited on time. So they need to fit in something that is effective, but also efficient. Um, I've seen that in my own training for sure. I get like an hour at most uh, on a good day. So I I agree with that. I think that people are making it work the way that they need to. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes back to the pie talk, right? Like how much Mm -hmm. time can you allocate to, to certain things? And it's not about how much you have on your plate. It's about how you allocate that time onto your exactly. plate. Um, can you afford to uh, dedicate 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever it is, um, and are certain days longer than others? And that's, yeah. those are things, especially when you talk to a coach or you get a plan from someone, like those are real conversations that you have to have. And honestly, as a client, you just have to be realistic with yourself. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, number three. This is a good one because, again, this comes back to us. Um, big weights are going to rule, which they already ruled, so I don't know about oh, that. Doyle but. rules. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that this past year, in 2022, it allowed people to get back into more of a heavy strength training routine versus, again, the at-home. Because not everyone was able to build an at-home gym, right? So. No. They got creative with bands, dumbbells, a lot of volume, light rep. People missed the heavy training load. Um, So I think that that's – it saw an influx in 2022, and I think that it's going to become a steady norm in 2023. So I definitely agree with that, and I'm all for it. Also, it's just fucking simple. It's simple. It's Again, it's efficient. You're training, you know, multiple areas with one movement. Um, So – yeah, I really, I really think that um, people like to be simplistic. Their minds are probably already busy with all exactly. other things in life, and I think that uh, um, you you need to make the most efficient amount of time and maximize what you're doing. And honestly, I mean, low key, everyone just likes lifting heavy shit. It's empowering. It's uh, super I don't care. empowering. Like think about an old lady or an old man uh, that lifts something like a bag of dog food and they're impressed and they tell everyone Mm -hmm. about it. Right. I mean, that's doing something maybe so far away from the gym, but like, it's something that's so relatable to the still heavy strength training. Right. I mean, that's just, it's just a a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's great to see that coming back. Yeah. Number four. Carbs are making a comeback. I mean, (laughs) I don't know how they ever left, but (laughs) I don't think they ever left in my life. Carbs are making a comeback. I think what it is is like, a lot of people are understanding what carbs can do for their body yeah. and how you can efficiently use those carbs. Yeah. Because I think for the longest time, people just thought carbs gain weight. Yes. As opposed to carbs help me get through a strong workout or a lift as opposed to, oh, if I eat them, I'm going to gain a pound. Right. But again, I think that's also just a culture shift, right? I think that has less to do with carbs making a comeback and more about people understanding that lifting heavy things and needing fuel is important in their Absolutely. in their lifts so and it's just balancing the right carbs yeah. i think people are learning that yeah i mean there's more resources out there for them to educate themselves absolutely 
Uh, holistic number five, holistic training will expand beyond the body, uh, making time for not only a gym session, but also mental training, things like medication, trying wellness together, uh, and probably therapy is also probably included in that as yeah. well. Um, I, you know, I guess like you and I are a little biased in this, but like we take, we try our best to take care of our mental health. We also understand Maybe we need to. Yeah, I mean, uh, as a business owner, I think in just life in general, right? I think like millennials in general, I think brought um, mental health to the forefront, and yeah. and I think the Gen Zers are kind of running with it and like exposing how um, if you don't take care of your mental health. Now, I think that there's a line that i'm not willing to cross because i do think that there is some things in life that should be hard i agree. I also think that they're not everything in life is easy and i, I think if i i don't i don't think this is a generational thing i think this is a person thing um but i really think that like people need to understand that like sometimes things take work and sometimes take things aren't always just going to be like well how come i didn't get that or how come yeah or how come uh, you're being tough with me or how come you're not just always uh, supporting me or like something, something along those lines. And I think that, you know, a lot of that, if you live just a very, what I like to call fluffy life and people are always patting you on the back or giving you the easy way. I'd also think that that's not good for your mental health. I agree. Um, because there is going to be someone that you will interact at some point in your life that will not agree with you mm -hmm. and how you respond to that is also important. Yeah. People need, you need mental challenges just as much as you need physical challenges. Otherwise you're not going to evolve. So yeah. I think there's something to be said about, you know, making time to train your mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that like if something is quote unquote bad for your mental health, it might not actually yeah, 100%. be. Yep. Um, so it's a complex subject and we could talk about it for a long time, but I think just in an umbrella um, circumstance, yep. I think that paying attention to it is important. I, I think just recognizing, you know, the, the points of when you feel like you're not yourself yeah, and, and being able to recognize what is affecting you not being by yourself and then being able to, um, take the right steps to work on that. Yeah. So there's our five. Yeah. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Who are we supporting Marge? Um, we're digging deep, digging deep, get the shovels. <laughs> we're get digging deep this shovels, week bro. to support, uh, old greg uh, good old greg so if you haven't followed um dig deep athletics it's a brand owned by it's a lifestyle okay it's a lifestyle marketed by our friend mr greg dr small calves mm -hmm. and he it's clothing line so um t-shirts uh sweatshirts beanies um just promoting i mean it kind of bounces right off of that fifth topic that we just talked about but digging deep past your own boundaries um mm -hmm. to grow um Absolutely. but his stuff is cool i actually wanted to wear my oversized t-shirt today and i couldn't find it so um <laughs> mom life. uh truly but um his stuff is really nice so go give him a follow mm -hmm. um he also sponsors one of the meets yeah um that on his own now uh, yes um so he dug deep and got a solo solo meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Greg's great. He's strong, strong as fuck. So 
He's um, just a good dude. He's a really good dude. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's I a mean, good he's team player. Like, he he works he hard. He helps out a lot too, and yeah. like he's just a good human. So yeah, I'm really um, really fortunate to have him not only as an athlete but as a as a friend. I golf with him uh, uh, like a couple times over the summer, um, which is awesome. And he's just a good dude. I yeah, like Greg a lot. So support good people, and he's one of them. Yeah, but. That was short and sweet. Short, sweet, to the point. Yeah. I think the first one, we just had a lot to talk about. We had a lot to talk about. So if you missed our first one, we pre-recorded this one because I'm going to be in the the house of Geller down on Staten Island. Staten Island. So when this comes out, I will be hanging out there. Uh, If you see him down in Staten Island, just tell him I'm On Staten Island. It's not in. In Staten Island. Oh, God. Can you tell him I'm still outside? Okay, let him know. Brian, we're still outside. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Brian. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. See ya.